Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. I am thrilled to have our guest here today because, well, she's just a powerhouse. So her name is Jacinda Jacobs, and she is a media guru based in Charlotte, North Carolina. She, you wouldn't know it to look at her, but she has 20 plus years on the radio and on television. She's been an in arena host for the NBA's Charlotte Hornets since 2014, alongside her co-host and her hubby. She's also the author of Uniquely Qualified, which has since launched her into another career field as a business coach, or as she likes to call herself, a purpose pusher, which is really hard to say on the radio without popping your peas, just saying she thrives on seeing her clients say yes to God, yes to themselves, and yes to their purpose, and yes to being here. Jacinda, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat and to laugh and to have such a good time. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, it is absolutely my pleasure. So full disclosure, I kind of stalked Jacinda a little bit. I, we were at an event and she was an MC and I was like, I need to know this woman because she is a purpose pusher. Well, no, that's not what I said, but she (laughs) is. And so, um, so I am just so happy that we get to talk about you know, being uniquely qualified. So why don't you tell me where you got the idea for that? Because that is really special. Well, I would say, unfortunately, fortunately, a lot of amazing things that happen in our life sometimes come from bad situations. Like it's a thing that you are like, get me out of this Lord. I feel like I'm going to die. I can't take it. But that's where like real beauty and purpose and gemstones and diamonds are like erupted from. And so for me, I was at a crossroads in my life. I was working up the ladder in radio and working up the ladder in television. And I think to the outside world, I had made it. And I was living my best life, but inside my soul, I felt like I was in the wrong place. I had went to college and spent all this money and all these years of studying. And here I get there and I keep getting promoted, but I feel empty inside. And so that was where I took my big crossroads. And I I sat across from a woman crying my eyes out, confused about what to do in my career. And she said, you are uniquely qualified to walk into your destiny, to walk into your calling, to walk into your purpose. So do it. And it was right there. Like I heard doves flying and angels singing. And I was like, 
far. And that became my purpose journey of, you know, I started writing this book and I started helping other people say yes to, to God and themselves and their purpose so that they can help people and just live a life full of passion every single day. Wow. Isn't it amazing when being in that one place where you think all hope is lost and then you get tapped on the shoulder with the answer? Because mind you, I'm in the middle of the ugly cry, sobbing, crying of like, but I, but like, I have nothing to cry about. I have a job. But it's like when you feel in your heart that there's more, when you feel in your heart that, that your time has expired in this space, but you don't know what to do. That's a really scary place to be. And so I started that journey, scared out of my mind, no money in the world, no direction at all, but just a prayer. And I started journaling about it. And that's what led to the book, Uniquely Qualified. And that's what led to my super overcharged confidence and literally shaking women and saying, you can do this. If I did it, I know you can as well. And I'm super big on no excuses, take baby steps. You can live a life that you truly love and enjoy every day that has great impact and also makes lots of money too. So how can we get a little bit of that? Give us all the tips, all the secrets. Well, yeah, I'll give you some. I mean, one of the things that I learned is volunteering. It's not beautiful. It doesn't sound, you know, like, you know, this big, yeah, like this big aha. It's the simple things. When I didn't know what my purpose was, when I didn't know what my next job would be, I mean, Melanie, I would, I would open Google to apply for a job and not know what stinking job to look for. So when people come to me and say, I don't know what to do. I know there's more, but I don't even have a clue. I say, go volunteer. It's as simple as that. A lot of the jobs that I got were actually from volunteering. When you go in with a heart of service and you start to find yourself loving something so much that you don't care if you get paid, eventually a position will open up and eventually money will tack on top of that. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, and I get paid for this? Oh my goodness, girl. So volunteering is one secret that I think if you look back over your life, you may see how it opened doors for you as well. You will not volunteer in places you don't want to do that work. But if it's something that you're okay to do, imagine getting paid good money and being able to do that every day. That's a blessing. Now, what about those people who are at a crossroads, but they can't afford to just walk away from where they are and they, but they know it's wrong. Yeah. What do you say to them? I absolutely love that question because me and my husband fight about this all the time. He's like, cause I'm very absolute, you know, I did it. So when you have done something that everything was wrong and you had no money, I had just bought a, a brand new house. I had just built a home. I had just got a car. I had all these bills, no money. And I, and I asked to break my contract. I was under contract for the television station. And typically in the media world, I should have just been snagged from being on air anyways. But I really trust God and that he was calling me and saying my time was up and that I have more for you. I need you to trust me. And Melanie, he immediately caught me in thin air right there. I sat across from my general manager who was like, there was a calling on my life. I didn't answer it. Let me do everything I can to help you. Do you know they gave me the raise anyways? Do you know they gave me contract opportunities there? These are all things that never would have happened unless I took that step. So to your question, Uh 
I am not yelling and telling people to go quit their job. Okay. So don't quit your job, but quit your job. This has to really be, um, it has to bring peace and joy to your soul and knowing that you're doing the right thing. I was unhappy for a lot of years, but I also know that th- I have to do things in decency and in order. It, it's, it's not free. I am not telling you go grab your purse and, and just walk up out of this place. And sometimes when we're that unhappy, we're just waiting for someone to say, screw it, quit. We're not that we're adults. We're mature and we do have responsibilities. However, when you feel that in your spirit, that it's time, you will be able to move and take certain steps that are, that are actually smart, educated, purposeful, you know, steps that will actually help you in that direction. So here's what I say, start planning for it now. Start planning for it now. You may be in a place that you're unhappy, maybe a bad relationship maybe a bad career space currently, because we change, like we change what you were doing 20 years ago, you're probably not doing now, or, or it's changing some capacity. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is you start saving that one penny a day, you start Googling what that new business would look like and who it would serve and who's your ideal client and how would we do it? You don't need to leave your job today to start that business tomorrow, but you can start planning for that business today. And in two years, you're already walking into it full time because you already had a couple clients on the side. So you can start today. And that's where I'm very bold. And that's where I don't allow for excuses. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop everything and shake up the whole world around you to start that there are baby steps in this process. That is such a great differentiator. Because so often, you know, big people with loud voices online are viewing about how they quit their job and then they made $15,000 in five days. And here's how you can do it too. But we know that that's not real life. I promise you, I promise you it was a process. I promise you it didn't happen overnight. I promise you they have been working on it, crying over it, praying over it, being scared over it, probably for years. So you can start today on that purpose journey, but that doesn't mean you have to shake up everything around you just yet. Because as a creative, the worst thing to do is try try to be creative when you have no money coming in and bills are tanking. So you do need to be in a place of comfort of a place. And I'm really big on like a peace and serenity and harmony in your home and in your space. That's where you operate at your best. So we have to keep that there. What do you say to somebody who feels they might not be uniquely qualified for anything? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are so many, you know, for example, myself, I will give myself as an example. Uh, when I was laid off from the radio station, when I was five months pregnant, I was like, my entire identity is wrapped up in being a news reporter. And now I'm a nothing. So I, w- I was sobbing on my neighbor's shoulder that day. And what would you have said to me back then? Mm, I would have said, I would have said, congratulations. Mm. I would have said congratulations to you. First of all, because I know the industry very well as well. And you were saved by grace to be let go. So first of all, that connection, but honestly, sometimes closed doors are blessings in disguise that we don't see. And, and the real truth of what you said is that we are wrapped up in our titles. Who are you outside of your title? You are more than that associate, more than that manager, more than that CEO, more than that TV reporter, more than that 
news anchor. You're more than that. We get so wrapped up in this ego of our title that when it's taken away, we feel like we're going to die. But the truth is you are a beautiful, amazing, wonderful woman, mom, sister, friend, purpose pusher, everything, you know, like there's so many great qualities. And here's the thing. Those qualities are who you are at the core, no matter what title you wear. I almost think of it as, do you have any dogs, Melanie? I have one at my feet right now. At your feet. So I think of the love that a dog, that a pet has for us. They don't care your title. They don't care how much money you have. They don't care if you're stinky, if if you had a fat day and ate all day, if you cried all day. They just love you. And I I look at that type of love like we need to have for ourselves of like, it doesn't matter if I'm making $250,000 this year or if I made five, I'm living, I'm breathing. That means there's still purpose in me. That means I'm a queen. That means that I got it. So it's changing our perspective and seeing that. What I really believe with these two words, uniquely qualified is that we all are uniquely qualified. And here's what I mean. You're extremely unique, Melanie, and to to the listener who's tuned in right now, you are extremely unique by your experiences. There's things that you've experienced that I haven't. I can't speak on those things. The way you walk, the way you talk, your loud laugh, obnoxious laugh, or the way, you know, you just love on people. Like that was beautifully curated and made just for you. What we do in life is we like fall in line of what other people are doing, especially social. We're like in the trend and what, how's everyone doing their hair? How's everyone? But if we really just owned our uniqueness and and saw the power in our story and, and how we were created and the things that we do and be leaders in that, you you are already qualified to speak on those things. You are already qualified to walk in that lane and bless and help and impact other people who are feeling left out, who are feeling weird and feeling like they don't fit in. They're waiting for you to be like, girl, you're good. I snort when I laugh too. Like, girl, (laughs) you know, like just this thing that I like, I realized that my uniqueness of being, I'm Dominican and white. So growing up, I didn't fit in. And guess what, Melanie? It wasn't till I got older that I realized I wasn't supposed to fit in because a lot of my media jobs I was getting because I was I was this other thing, other. You know, it was like I had a morning show I was on. The host was white American. The other host was black American. The other host was um, he was our stunt guy. So he was a little bit of everything. But they were looking for someone different. If I would have been white, we would have been too skewed one way. If if I was black, I was too skewed. I was Dominican and white. So I catered and was that perfect piece of the puzzle that they were looking for that was like, ah, she could speak to a little bit of everyone. She talked crazy. She knows hip hop. She knows salsa. Like we love that. And so that's just a little example of if I wasn't owning my uniqueness in my story, I I could have like not even applied for it, not thinking I was qualified enough, but you bring something to the table that people are waiting for. And we have to tap into that and be bold in that and know you've already been qualified to hold that seat at the table. No one else can sit there. We're waiting for you to grab that seat and sit there. I love this. It gives me goosebumps. I love it so much. Now there's something that a lot of entrepreneurs are asked and it's what's your why, why do you do what you do? And before in my former business, I couldn't answer that question. And then I got into this business, which is now content marketing specifically for authors. And it's, why do I do what I do? Well, it's because 
I want to make this world a better place and I want women to run the world. And my way of doing that is helping women amplify their message and their mission online. But what, what didn't happen though, is there wasn't some sort of great tragedy. And a lot of people think that you need to have something terrible happen in order to figure out your purpose. And I'd love to know what you think about that. Mine, mine, unfortunately was a hard situation for me. It's not always like that. Um, it's not always like that. Sometimes there's a, so here's, I look at purpose, your purpose journey are a couple different ways. Um, one is like that kid in school that always knew forever he would be a fire, you know, fire chief. Like you're blessed when you know in your heart, like what you will do, how you will serve, who you will, who you will help. Like, that's a blessing. There are other people kind of like me that like, the world has to shake you up a little bit and spit you out for, for then you to be like, oh, I need to go back and serve those people this way because I know what that feels like. And then there's another side, Melanie, of people who are still in search, still looking, still waiting. And for those, that group, I say, keep volunteering, keep trying new things, keep saying yes, because um, the crazy part is if you were a teacher 10 years ago and then later you go into IT, you'll probably end up teaching IT because all your gifts work together for the good. So it's like nothing is left and nothing is thrown away. It all kind of molds and makes you greater. Um, for me, my, my why really is I know what it feels like to be stuck. Mm-hmm. And I knew what it feel, felt like to not know where to go next. I know in my heart, I was created to to be successful in what I define as success. And at the time I was feeling the opposite of that. And and it's a scary place to be when, when I wasn't, and I've been fired for jobs before I was fired from radio too, girls. So I have been fired from jobs. I am always the outcast, the crazy wild girl, this particular instance in this season, I wasn't being fired. I was going to make the choice to leave, which messed me up to say, you're going to choose to walk away from a check to do what? And it was a question mark. There was nothing to fill in. There was no passion there for anything, Melanie. There was no, um, yeah, you're going to leave this and go do that. There wasn't um, a team waiting on me, money waiting on me. And that's very scary. So my why is to help women in those, in, in those, in that journey, to hold her hand, to help her through the fear, to help her through the unknown and to build the confidence and, 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 and celebrate her small wins. The happiest point in my life is when that light bulb goes off and she goes, oh my gosh, I can do this. And I'm like, yep. Or hearing her say, I have a waiting list now. Can you believe people are hiring me or whatever? Or can you believe someone went to my website or they called me? And I'm like, yes, I can believe it. This is supposed to happen, you know? So my why is just remembering what it was like to be super scared. And now I want to help women do it scared and, and, and help her confidently know that she could walk this thing out because she's already called for it. I love that so much. Now I want to ask you a question, Jacinda, how do you personally define success? Success for me is peace. So I have to ask that all the time. Does it bring me peace? It's not always money. It's not always the next big gig, big job. Um, I try to prayerfully bring in God for when there's big opportunities that come across my desk, because it may look glittery, flashy, gorgeous, and gold, but he may want me to serve over there. And that's my next big break or my next, um, 
you know, big moment, not this big gig. So it is really not the money. It's peace. It's things that bring me peace, things that let me feel today. My success was I was walking. Um, I, I went walking after my workout and I was just watching the leaves come down off the trees. I felt so rich in that moment to be present enough to notice it, to feel the coolness on my air. That made me feel rich and that made me feel success Um, to to work toward a balance daily of working out mind, body, soul. That is success to me. Um, When we were at the Phoenix No Tribe Summit. One of the speakers said, you know, if you can make this much money, what would that number be? You know, it's an it's an activity we've all walked through before. What's that number? Write it down. Now, what are you going to do with that money? Write it down. And, you know, what is this for? And and people started um, uh, saying, you know, I want freedom and I want and I started sitting back and saying, well, I have freedom. I have that. I have opportunity. I bills are paid. I'm not lacking. I'm not. So why am I searching in in you know, running up this ladder and trying to be so busy all the time. You got, I speaking to myself, Jacinda, you have everything you need right here. Sit in it, be calm, you know? And so success to me, I I am truly living my definition of success every single day right now. I'm healthy. I'm joyful. I'm whole. My mama moved in with me this year, which has been crazy. My husband's here. My I got five dogs. That's a whole nother story. I'm happy, girl. I'm happy. See, and that is what we all aspire to have, truly. And you help people do that yeah. every single day. So then that just reinforces that piece already, doesn't it? You said that light bulb moment. Yeah. So how can people read your book, find out more about you, become part of your amazing orbit, the light that you shine? Uh, I would, I would say, to be honest, I kind of blended both of my worlds a little bit this year. So I am at a place now, I mean, media for me, I, I don't really think it's forever, you know, like there's a newer, hotter, younger, doper person that's coming up. And so, you know, I have now started to take a lot of my media experience and as a subject matter expert, just teaching it. I want to teach people how to be a public speaker, motivational speaker, how to write the best speeches, how to put your book together and become a bestseller. Like, what does that look like? So this year I've started teaching and speaking more in media, but I do still have I am unique qualified.com. And I I chose that because I want you to speak that over yourself, even as you're typing it, I am uniquely qualified.com. And there I just help ladies, you know, walk in their purpose. I'm a purpose pusher. I'm here to push you. I'm here to have you do a lot of work. I'm here to have you say yes and be reminded of all that every single day, mind, body, and soul. But I am here to more importantly, be their accountability to walk them through a process that is so scary. And at any moment you could quit. And sometimes women are like, I'd rather go back and get a nine to five. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. It is scary. This entrepreneurial walk is not for everyone, you know, as fun as it is to give your own hours and set your own agenda that can be terrifying and horrible to someone else. Mm -hmm. So that's where, when we're talking about success, who are you at the end of the day? What do you really truly love? Don't do it because she's doing it or because they're doing it. Only do it because it really brings peace to your soul. And we just need to stay in alignment in that space. And, and really, truly the, the world opens up to you after that. Mic drop. Jacinda, <laughs> thank you so much for being here today. 
Thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone for listening and tuning in. And I would love to meet you all and connect with you all and help you say yes to your purpose journey as well. You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.